Right, so Nate Diaz is back. Leon Edwards against Nate Diaz goes down at UFC 262, which will be on May 15th in Houston, Texas. My name is Royal J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. <sighs> this took me by shock. I was utterly surprised when I saw this fight had been announced. Like, literally, it just, it just came out of, I came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere, came out of the abyss, came out of a black hole. It was like a comet hurtling towards Earth in one of them disaster movies that nobody saw coming. Like, I woke up this morning and I had a quick look on my phone and I saw the boy Ariel Hawani had posted a picture of Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz saying, this fight has been signed. It will be the co-main event of UFC 262, which will be headlined, obviously, by Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler for the lightweight title. Now, um, I personally think that this is a very good fight for both fighters. And before I talk about why I think it's a good fight for both fighters, let me just quickly say this. Who remembers all of those years ago, uh, Dana White saying Nate Diaz isn't a needle mover? Um, I remember personally, I've, I've said this on multiple occasions in videos when I've been talking about Nate Diaz. I feel like Nate Diaz is a guy that, that, that marches to the beat of his own drum. But not only that, he's a guy that, um, I feel like he, like fighters on the UFC roster generally have very little leverage and he's a guy that I think is one of the best at using what little leverage he has to his own advantage and I feel like this is another example of that and the reason why I say that is this is going to be a five round fight and the UFC have never, have never had a five round co-main event that isn't for a title. And from what I understand, and I say that like I'm some sort of journalist, but I just saw it on Twitter. Um, from what I understand, it was Nate Diaz and his team that wanted this to be a five round fight. And Nate Diaz's wish is the UFC's command. So why do I think it's a good fight for both fighters? Let, let's look at Leon Edwards to start with. So Leon Edwards was in a precarious position before this fight got announced because um, it was widely kind of reported. And I think Dana White even said it in an interview. If he beats Bilal Muhammad, he gets the next title shot. Obviously, we know what happened in that Bilal Muhammad fight. Um, and it kind of left him in no man's land because it's kind of like, shall I stick or twist? If I wait for the winner of Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman, will I be guaranteed a shot against the winner of that fight? Or what if someone like Kobe Covington fights in the interim? He looks good doing it. And the UFC pivot and say, actually, no, we're giving the shot to Kobe Covington. Do you know what I mean? So Leon Edwards needed to stay active and this is the perfect opponent, not just because it's a guy that you'd have to say Leon Edwards is the favourite to beat, but it's a guy that has massive, massive name value. Um, he's a massive entity commercially, in my opinion, for the UFC. So he will have a lot of eyeballs on him in this fight, Leon Edwards will. And if he looks good and if he beats Nate Diaz, then for me, it kind of cements him as the next in line for the title shot. From Nate Diaz's standpoint, I feel like he's in a similar sort of position, different, same, same, but different. I feel like Nate Diaz is a guy that has been quite active of late on social media, talking about him wanting to fight people, etc. But his interview with Ariel Hawani a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago, whenever that was, it was a little bit incoherent because he was talking about wanting to fight real winners and, and real mother effers and this that and the other but he kind of spoke about wanting to fight when 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 you kind of name names it was lightweights he wanted to fight but at welterweight 
right? So he, he kind of made it clear that he has no interest in going back down to lightweight. He wants to fight at 170 pounds. Um, but then he was talking about fighting lightweights in a weight class that isn't there. So what's kind of, what's the point in that? Like what you, what you proving by doing that? Now he's fighting a legit welterweight in terms of him being, uh, you know, by weight or weight, but also a legit welterweight because Leon Edwards is legit. He's, what is he, top three, top four? Like, who cares about the rankings? He's definitely up there. Do you know what I mean? He's definitely top five in the welterweight division. And like I said earlier, he's very, very close to, to be, to, to claiming a title shot. But I think what's important about this fight that for, for, for Nate Diaz is, I don't think, I think it's a, a win-win for him to be fair, because I feel like the, the feeling generally is Nate Diaz is a lightweight. He's kind of in between really, isn't it? He's a, he's a, he, he's, he looks best at lightweight, but he kind of doesn't want to cut all of that weight size wise. The welterweight division fits him, but from his skill set and just the way he fights and how his strengths aren't really conducive to fighting other welterweights because his weakness is his grappling and wrestling and those guys generally uh that are good at that in the welterweight division are physically stronger than him so they're able to kind of manhandle him and and just negate any kind of strengths that nate diaz has as a as a martial artist right but the reason why i think this leon edwards fight is good is firstly like i've just said he's legit he's top five so if he loses to him no shame in that secondly out of the guys that are in that kind of bracket of the top five top seven lightweights I think this might be the best matchup for Nate Diaz because Leon Edwards, although he's a guy that likes to get in close, tie you up, clinch, hold you up against the cage, throw elbows, etc., etc., he's a he's a more kind of rounded martial artist. He's a guy that is happy to stand as well. He's not just this single track-minded guy that just wants to get close, hold you, take you down, push you up against the fence, and just turn it into one of these fights where you just um, nullify Nate Diaz. And and we've seen that happen in the past, right? So style-wise, I think it's, I, w I still don't know whether it's a winnable fight for Nate Diaz personally, um, but it's a less risky fight compared to other people in that division. But I think the most important thing in all of this is, like I said, Nate Diaz just needs to get out there. And the timing of this fight, I think, is very, very important because this fight happens about three or four weeks after Kamara Usman faces Jorge Masvidal. And I think that is key to why this fight got made and when it's happening. Do you know what I mean? Because you'd have to, if you're a betting man, you'd have to bet that Usman's going to beat Jorge Masvidal. And if Nate Diaz loses to Leon Edwards and he doesn't look a complete, doesn't get completely outclassed and he shows signs of some good offense and, and whatnot, then that fight against Jorge Masvidal for the BMF belt. I mean, what would it mean if they both come in off losses? But, you know, it is what it is. A rematch against Jorge Masvidal would then be in play, right? Um, obviously, if he wins, things change. I'm not saying that he's going in there to lose, but if he does lose, worst case scenario, if he does lose, Jorge Masvidal, if he loses, is right there. Um, Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier, that's happening in July. Um, so he's in the orbit for that as well. So if uh, Conor McGregor goes ahead and loses again, that trilogy fight is there for him as well. But it's very difficult to make these fights while you're standing on the sidelines. And the last time you fought was in 2019. 
So you need to get into the race, and that's what Nate Diaz is doing with this fight. And win or lose, he'll have options coming off the back of it. And another thing that he said in that interview with Arahawani is that he wants to be active this year. And in order to be active, you can't really wait for the perfect opponent at the perfect weight at the perfect time. You've just got to, you've got to look at the landscape and say, this is when I want to fight. What is the best option for me at this moment? And obviously for Nate Diaz, he feels like the best option for him is Leon Edwards. Um, another thing that I quickly wanted to mention and going back to my original point about Nate Diaz being a needle mover, um, I was talking to my mate, uh, the redneck truth spouter. So, so he mentioned to me actually a couple of weeks ago that he was looking to book um, a ticket to go to this event because he's from uh, that sort of area. Um, somewhere, he's in Texas, right? So hold on. Um, I've screenshotted it and I've emailed it to myself what, what he said because it was quite interesting what he said. I, this is not junk. I've emailed myself and from one account and um, the account that it's coming to is, is, is trying to say that this is fucking junk. But it's not. Sorry, this isn't very good viewing for you guys. But um, I need to read this out to you. Um, he goes, uh, projected prices before going on sale uh, were 325 for two rows from the floor. So $325 for two rows from the floor, right? Uh, for tickets, projected prices. Uh, tickets on sale today, after that announcement, same ticket, 788 or more, plus tax. So the price of the tickets have doubled after the announcement of Nate Diaz being added to the card. Now, I don't know whether he had incorrect information to start with because he did say projected prices before going on sale. The tickets have gone on sale now with this announcement of Nate Diaz being on the card. And I tell you what, I would have loved to have seen what would have happened if tickets went on sale for a week or so and then Nate Diaz got added to the card and then what the ticket sales would have looked like after that. Do you know what I mean? Um, but that's just another another example of Nate Diaz's pulling power. So yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how competitive the fight itself is going to be. Obviously, I'll talk about the fight in more detail closer to the event. Um, this is just more looking at the fight, why it was made, and just the announcement in general. Let me know what you guys think. What do you think about the fight itself? What do you think about the stuff that I've said in this video? Uh, feel free to leave a comment below. If you've liked the video, hit the like button. If you didn't like it, like it anyway. Uh, share it with a friend. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I will catch you guys next time.